This is a Fubar Radio podcast. If you need any more information, head to fubarradio.com. Nick Helm and Nathaniel Metcalf's fan club on Fubar Radio. Good afternoon, you're listening to... <laughs> 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 I was trying to be professional. <laughs> I lasted, lasted a word and a half. Uh, oh, I was going to do the whole... Oh, the whole mind. link as well. Yeah, I was going to do like... I was going to be really good. It's gonna, I thought, we've had a break. and are going to come back refreshed. going to come back refreshed. I'm going to be like, good afternoon. Welcome to Fubar Radio. I'm Playing Nick Helm. And, uh, oh, yeah. I can't do it. No. Can't do it. Good, good afternoon. You're listening to Foobar Radio. Uh, my name's Nick Helm. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Nathaniel Metcalf. Hello. Hello. This is fucking it's shit, though, isn't it? No, it's not. It's, oh, I'm so... I'm just all right. But it's very stressful today, isn't it? Anyway, my it name's Nick Helm, and this is... Nathaniel Mecca! And you're listening to Fan, fan Club. Club. And, uh, and what's the first rule of Fan Club? The first rule of Fan Club is tell your friends. Yeah. And uh, second rule of Fan Club is please, for the love of God, tell your friends. And um, a lot of you out there don't seem to realise that um, when we say tell your friends, we're basically asking for a retweet. A retweet. What's our one out today? How many retweets? Uh, I think I, uh, last check it was about two, four. Two favourites, four retweets. Yeah. So two, um, two of those were me and you. <laughs> you wouldn't believe that uh, this show gets upwards of uh, 20,000 20, listeners. And growing. And growing. 20,000 listeners. Yes. If you're one of them, uh, please tweet in. We are live. <laughs> uh, live at, at, at midday uh, we've, uh, we've done a minute and 45 seconds And still yet to uh, have any w- content. W- Broadcastable content um, So uh, <laughs> uh, I just want to I've been really excited about this What I've, what I've noticed over the last month uh, Nathaniel is I literally uh, when, I, uh, when they said Do you want to do a show on FUBAR I said no uh, <laughs> and, then, um, and then I thought about it And I thought it is just around the corner right. from where I live it is, yeah. and uh, and it's slightly further away from you. you have to get the tube you've got to get the tube uh, but um, and, I, and eventually I thought do you know what I, I, it would be it would actually be something I, I, I would consider and I, I did consider it and I thought it's near enough I'll do it <laughs> but what I've learned over the last uh, what are we on now 13 14 I think, no, I think this is 11 no, it's not. Is it? I think we were I've been to, away. I think we had. Uh, I think Richard Sandy might have been thirteen. Oof. So we're I'm up to some. fourteen episodes now. Fourteen weeks of doing it. Um, well, it wasn't. It was like eleven weeks of doing it, and then we had the three pre-records. Oh, yeah, that, uh, by the way, you, they wouldn't have realised that because we covered it very well. We by... did cover it very well. But what I've noticed on the time off that we've had is I have come to depend on uh, this hour of the week. Do as... you know what? It is a weird. Now I'm back from. Scotland, it feels like it is one of the few constants in my life. Yeah, <laughs> it's a real damn right. It's a real anchor to my week. Um, yeah, so I've, uh, I've uh, yeah, just uh, really missed you, Nat, and ah. uh, and it's good that you've come back. This isn't the song. <laughs> this isn't the song I thought it was, but um, <laughs> but it's a good one nevertheless. This uh, "Welcome Home" by Peters and Lee. Just oh, having it in nice. the background while we chat. Um, uh, yeah, so really, uh, it's good. How was Edinburgh for you? Do you know what? I can't complain. It's stressful, and everything goes wrong there. And you know, and there was a point I was going. I think I'm really. I keep thinking, I'm really coping with it really well. And then one morning, I had some eczema show up on my arm, and I went to the pharmacist <coughs> and I said, "Have a, have you got anything? For, have you got any hydrocortisone?" It is the song. <laughs> Sorry, pipe down a second. Yeah. It is the song that I was yeah. thinking about playing uh, for you when you got back. Couldn't wait for you to get back. Oh. So keep talking. Um, <laughs> I wonder. Uh, so I had a bit of eczema on my arm, and I said, "Have you got any hydrocortisone cream?" And she said, "Yeah, but you can't use it on your neck." And I went, "That's fine. It's on my arm." <laughs> And she said, no, it isn't. It's also on your neck. <laughs> and then she said to me, are you very stressed? And I nearly cried in the pharmacist. <laughs> I went, yeah, I am quite stressed. I've, oh. been here. I've been here all month. <laughs> but that was just in like a pharmacist. Yeah, yeah. Not even in the natural doctors. No, just a little bit of eczema. Seems like a... Sure. Seems like a big deal to cope with doctors. Well, if you suffer from eczema, then it's kind of like a regular daily thing, isn't it? you just got to cope with you it. just got to live with it. Yeah, it's like being... I'm a uh, hero. It's like being wheat-free. 
<laughs> you know, you just have to kind of. <laughs> We're back. That's Magnum. <laughs> you just can't do it. With it every the magic day. is back. Oh, fucking lethal weapon four. <laughs> is that what? Is that what the? What was it? <laughs> The magic is back. If you know, tweet I in. think, is it another 48 hours? <coughs> the magic is back. Another 48 hours. Hang on, no, what is it? Hmm. Well, no, I, I was literally going to wait for you. <laughs> <laughs> this is not This, this is, is great good. radio. Oh. I, I have. I've really missed being here, and I, I think it's a real anchor to my week. And I think, like, I, I go, I, I really like doing it. And it's a thing where you go, this is what I miss when I'm in Edinburgh. Come yeah, here sure. every week. I think if... Um, you, will you do Edinburgh again? I don't know. Because I'd say, I tell you what, Nat, you were absolutely dreading it, weren't you? And, yeah. Uh, and, uh, but uh, I tried to sort of steer clear of Edinburgh stuff uh, out of professional bitterness. But, um, <laughs> but what I did notice, that, you know, it's impossible to block... Block everything out because they, they, they shout so fucking loud all the fucking time, don't they? Fucking, oh, I've got a show on. We were just saying earlier, the best part of the day for you was uh, the hour that you were on stage because you didn't it have was. to talk to anyone else about what fucking shows they were doing. <laughs> um, but um, but it's impossible to block it all out. And I saw that you got some really good reviews. That's some nice reviews. Had a really, uh, um, yeah, it, it was nice. And I had lots of nice audiences. Lots of people who told me they were fan club listeners. That's nice. Um, <laughs> I mean, it was nice. I find it hard to believe. Three retweets. Come on, guys. Um, <laughs> what a song! It is uh, nice. And here's a little message for you. Hello there, Nat. It's your 2011 Edinburgh show partner oh. and friend, Chris Boyd here. Um, hope you're well uh, just wanted to welcome you back to the show uh, I don't really listen to it myself but I'm told by various unemployed people I know that it's fantastic <laughs> so keep up the good work and um, hope to see you soon bye bye classic Chris Boyd I charm there Chris Boyd. yes um, uh, he was uh, m- he was my drummer on Live the Electric series one, only did the first series of that, uh, and then uh, he got married and had a baby. He did, called Lenny. And uh, now, we, now we don't see him. But um, <laughs> <laughs> just hate babies. Um, but uh, so it's good. Um, so uh, you're doing your show again on Sunday, isn't it? For anyone, doing, anyone oh, that yeah. didn't go if to anyone Edinburgh, wants to come and see it, I'm doing it in London Town in uh, Angel Comedy, right? Angel Comedy is it the, the Bill, Bill Murray? Murray Pub? Yeah, I'm going to be there on Sunday. What time? 6.45 6 to 7.45pm. Great. Okay. Um, uh, and, yeah, so you're back. Well done. Thank you. Very proud of you. Oh. Let's get on with the show. We've done seven minutes of that. Um, well, this has been a, a treat already. Lots of various uh, things. Yeah, Producers sure. on the phone. <coughs> on the phone. Uh, don't, just ignore Natalie. Yeah. Um, so, um, uh, uh, go on. Um, I don't know. I was distracted. Oh, how, how have you been, Nick? How well, have I been? Thank you, Nat. <laughs> Uh, all about you. Is, all about you. Bizarre. I mean, you're the one that's actually been hanging out with the people that you know for a month up in Edinburgh. It's true. I've You've been in been, London now. I've been in London in my box, and uh, and and now I'm finally out. And hey, let me out, let me out, and I'm out. And it's, uh, oh, it's just as much of a treat for me as it is for the listeners. Um, <laughs> uh, what have you been a fan of this month? Uh, well, I've well, I've been filling my time. Uh, tell you what. Um, I tell you what, I went to see uh, Suspiria and Goblin, uh, yeah, Goblin to Suspiria that, yeah, at, yeah. The, at the chapel, uh, at the Union Chapel in London. Now, the, if you don't know what Suspiria is about, it's about it's sort of about witchcraft and witches. Although that is kind of quite a late plot development in the film, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. But it was made in seventy-seven. But you've had enough time. So you've had enough time to look it up. Oh, we could press the, the button. Oh. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Third time lucky. Spoilers! Yeah, spoilers. Um, yeah, uh, so I went to see that, and it was good. But uh, uh, the Union Chapel, I was, I, I, it was very spooky being at the Union Chapel. Very sort of creepy. And I thought, oh, do you know what? I've got an idea for putting on a show at, at Halloween. The, at the Union Chapel? At the Union Chapel. So I got in contact with them at the Union Chapel and said, uh, have you got any slots around uh, Halloween? Uh, and they said, no. We're just doing religious things. Oh. So, um, does it what like a black mass? 
I don't know, but it was just kind of like one of those things where, where it was almost, a, I think they were a little bit offended that we asked if we could use oh, Union Chapel for Halloween. Church for Halloween it's stuff. Like, you use it all year round to show horror films about witchcraft. Yeah. It's kind of like double standard. Also, I've said cunt so many times on that stage. You know, sure. Um, you know, n- n- not 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 when anyone's in. Just uh, every so often, a sneak in and, and creep on stage and give it a go. The acoustics in there are yeah. gorgeous. It wasn't great during Goblin. Goblin. No, it wasn't. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, so I, it was good. I think you would have liked it. I would have liked it. I think, and I, um, I feel like I'm due a rewatch of Suspiria anyway. So it would have been uh, a good a good way to have seen it. Yeah, I think it's, uh, a lot less happens in that film than you think. Um, and also there were sort of like a few technical problems and the bottom of the screen was uh, just this black bar and it made you think that you were missing the top half of the screen. It was just sort of like a bit, a bit, well, when it started, I, I'm only going to say positive things. I just thought that, you know, it took us two hours. We queued for two hours. Well, we didn't. We, we what, sat, outside? Yeah, we sat in the pub. Or we sat in the Hen and Chickens and uh, there was me, uh, Hayley Campbell, Previous fan club uh, Al Clayton and Mark Smith, right? And uh, and we were all sat at, at the uh, Hen and Chickens, and then there was like this queue that was like going round the roundabout. Wow, snaking almost as yeah, far as where you are. Yeah, but it was just like, and you go, uh, we were just like, well, that's about as long as it'll get. And every minute it just increased and increased and increased. So by the time that it was actually, you know, the doors opened at seven. So we went over at like 10 to seven, and it was right around the back of the Union Chapel. It had gone right the way around the block. And then they opened the doors at like quarter past seven and it took us an hour and a half or something. I think it was meant to start. I mean, I can't imagine anything being deliberately set to start at 8.24. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so it clearly wasn't 8.30 because it started early. So it must have been eight. Mm. It took us like an hour and a half for everyone to get seated. Um, and uh, But it was, it, was, it was really good. And then I went to see um, Goblin the next night. Doing a best of. Doing a best of, because it was originally meant to be uh, Day of the Dead, Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Dead. And, uh, and, uh, which I'd not seen. I've not seen Dario Argento's or Goblin's version of Dawn of the Dead, so I wanted to see that. Very looking forward. That's why I bought the tickets, and it was the greatest hit, which I've seen before. I'm slightly disappointed with that. But um, I went to see it. There was not a queue around the block for that, but uh, it was an amazing night. And I thought to myself, nah, I would have liked this. I would have done. Yeah. It was also in Edinburgh, but it sold out in Edinburgh. It was in Edinburgh, and it had sold out. And uh, being doing this fa- this show fan club, unfortunately, uh, guys, uh, doesn't doesn't open a lot of doors, and we still have to pay for a lot of our own tickets. Crazy, ridiculous. <laughs> Crazy, doesn't get us in anywhere. Uh, we got to see skyscraper. <clears throat> we did get to see skyscraper. Um, and speaking of which, Skyscraper, I think, is one of the worst films I've seen in the cinema now. I've reflected on it. <laughs> I felt like a bit of a, pr- a bit of pressure to say that I find some positive because you liked it and the kid liked it. But um, I did think it was awful. And then I was thinking about uh, no more films for you. Tweet. Wow. Um, but I did think it was I did think it was dreadful. Uh, but um, uh, uh, but having said that, I was trying I was trying to think of at least one uh, Dwayne Johnson movie that was good. And, and I couldn't think of any. I couldn't think of any. But I went on. I, I went on holiday for ten days. Uh, got back last night. Sri Lanka. I went to Sri Lanka, and I came back specifically to do this show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's how much I missed it. Uh, um, but I was in Sri Lanka, and uh, so the flight was ten and a half hours. Uh, on the way, I watched four films. I watched Rampage, starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I thought I'd watch it early, get it out of the way. Mm-hmm. It's fucking brilliant. It's like everything that the Meg should have been. It was just big and stupid and, uh, like, just ridiculous. Have you seen it? No. I have seen the Meg. The Meg was disappointing. It was a bit... I think it could have been a bit crazier. It should have been, like, crank meets a shark. Yeah. But but that's what Rampage is. Rampage is just ridiculous. It knows how ridiculous it is. It's got... uh, Who played the comedian in uh, Watchmen? Oh, yeah. Um, Oh, what's his face? Yeah, exactly. Uh, Triple barrel name. Yes. Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yes. Just off the top of my head, did that. I did, I did that. That's fan club. Um, so he's brilliant in it. Uh, and he's got kind of like, his costume is kind of like, he's got this really cool kind of, he's like meant to be a kind of cowboy fan. And he's got like this cool gun that's on a weird holster. And it's just like there's little bits of detail and stuff. I just thought it was really entertaining. And there were some like entertaining bad guys and stuff. And it was so much better. And then I was just like, oh, this is what everyone's going on about when they're saying how good Dwayne Johnson is. 
Right, that's the... Yeah, yeah, I get it. And so just because we were doing this, I wanted to watch Jumanji 2 on the flight back, but um, it's not on the plane. I was getting it mixed up with Incredible Journey 2. Or journey to the center of the journey to the center of the earth too, uh, and so I didn't watch that. Uh, so is it journey to the center of the earth. Yeah, journey to the center of the earth. Like five, so, five, so I, five. So I didn't watch that because I watched Escape from Witch Mountain or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And that was an absolute piece of shit. Yeah. Um, but so this morning I watched Jumanji two because um, I woke up at six o'clock in the morning, and um, uh, yeah, fucking Jumanji two, amazing film. Is it called Jumanji 2? Is it called, called Jumanji? Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle. That's right. And it's good. It's really good. Uh, and then, so, oh, but on the way, I went, I watched Rampage, Hitchcock, Clash of the Titans Hitchcock. remake. Hitchcock. Uh, Hitchcock. The uh, Anthony Hopkins. Uh, oh, yeah, Hitchcock yeah, yeah, film. yeah, I've seen that. So, um, okay, so I Rampage, Hitchcock, Clash of the Titans, Paddington 2 on the, on the uh, way there. Paddington 2, five stars. Absolutely fucking amazing. I've heard, I've heard only it's, good things. And it's like wall-to-wall with people that you know as well. It's right. kind of like Tom Davis is in it. And, and there are others. Uh, Jamie Dimitri's in it. And it's kind of like, ah. Oh. I wish I was in Paddington 2. I wish I was in Paddington 2. Paddington um, 3. Paddington 3? No. But um, it's, fu- it's fucking good. And I was quite proud of them, really. And like everyone in the plane at some point was watching Paddington too, so if you're listening, Jamie, you're international. Uh, <laughs> well, he knows that. Anyway. International wars. Uh, then uh, on the way back, though, I only had time for one film because I was writing on the plane on the way back, and uh, I, I wasted it with The Three Stooges by the Family <laughs> Brothers. Oh my God! What a piece of shit! Absolutely terrible. Um, but when, when I was out there, I watched the Blues Brothers because Aretha Franklin died, and I haven't watched the Blues Brothers in a long time. I haven't seen it in a long old time. Blues Brothers is one of those weird films where every time I watched it, I just assumed it was a comedy, and so I've always watched it as a comedy and been really frustrated with it. And it never occurred to me that it was actually a musical. Right. And uh, when yeah. you watch it like it's a musical, you go, "Oh, this is fine. Oh, I get it now because there's a song every like five minutes." And you go, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." You just watch the songs, but um, uh, yeah, no, it was uh, it, it's, it's it's a musical, but it's uh, but it's also a funny musical. But I just think uh, in my mindset was very. I, don't know, I really enjoyed it. It's a fucking crazy film though, and I don't think you would ever be able to make a film like that before or after it. It's like a completely unique film, which is you've got you know. Um, uh, Ray Charles, BB King, uh, fucking uh, Aretha Franklin, and uh, and uh, and then you've just got them. You know the original blues music- yeah, yeah. musicians uh, singing singing songs, and then car chases. You forget about Blues Brothers two thousand from nineteen ninety eight. I've never seen it. <laughs> Who has? Um, oh. We're being told to rattle along. So uh, oh, just uh, one quick story, uh, which was that. Uh, so I went out to see. Uh, uh, my, my girlfriend in, in Sri Lanka I said did you watch anything on the plane and she said uh, yeah I watched that one uh, about Winston Churchill I, I was like oh what the Gary Oldman one I didn't see that anyway she goes no not the Gary Oldman one no. it was, it was Winston, Winston. she says I think it was called Churchill and I was just like Churchill um, I didn't think. I didn't think. Well, Churchill. There was like a really old one called Churchill. I think it had um, uh, Richard Attenborough in it. There was like a really old one, but I didn't. They had some classic films on the plane, but I didn't think they had that. I'm like, are you sure you mean? Are you sure you mean Churchill? And uh, she was just like, Yeah, Churchill. It's Churchill. And I said, Yeah, Winston Churchill. Yeah, he had the cigar. And she's like, Yeah, that's right. And uh, right, okay. So we're just going through like. And I was like, IMDb and Churchill films, films with Winston Churchill, and, you know. And I said, Hang on a minute. Do you mean Hitchcock? And she went, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like yeah yeah I see what you've done I see exactly what you've done there yeah. you've got a British actor in a fat suit smoking sure. a cigar they kind of look the same let's say you do it I could have done it fat suit go on do it good evening I'm Alfred Hitchcock good evening good evening there we go Churchill there you go Churchill uh, with starring Albert Finney Albert Finney uh, that's not what she watched uh, she watched Hitchcock Is that Hitch- no it's Brian Cox isn't it uh, not, not, not. Wait, no one else can see the picture. Sure. That's not the one I wanted. That's not the one I wanted. That's not the one I wanted. Uh, this is going badly. This is for you. Lots more where that came from. So, lots of messages coming <laughs> from fan club previous alumni. Uh, speaking of which, Nick and Nat's fan club on Foo Bar Radio. 
This is the worst episode yet so far. I, but I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it, but, <laughs> but, we're, but we've got almost got too much to say. So basically, just said oh, rampage. That's good. Um, but it's just about to turn into maybe the best fan club ever. You betcha. Because we are joined in the studio now by my best friend and yours, and soon to be the listeners at home, the one, the only, only. Joel Dummett. <laughs> Finally. Finally, we managed to nab him. Uh, no, not really. It's David Trent. <laughs> <laughs> that was good fun. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, he's gonna be the best one ever. He's gonna be the best one ever. Hello, David. Hello. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Are you feeling mischievous? He's a little bit legs. cheeky. I'm feeling a little bit cheeky. Um, you're wearing a yellow T-shirt that yes. looks like Space it's... Man, Spaceman 3. Looks like it's emitting a radio signal out, so it's like you've colour-coded yourself for the actual show. I got myself ready. It matches the yellow, the foobar yellow. Yes, that's what I did. I looked up online what T-shirt matches the foobar radio, um, <laughs> dot com. You looked it up on the internet? Yeah, I looked it up on the internet. Oh, Have you yeah. heard of the internet? That's one of my catchphrases. Yes, yeah, so I looked it up on the internet. I rang my mate Ozzy and I said, <laughs> what? what would match the logo? And they said, get that T-shirt that you're wearing. But let's not talk about my T-shirt, guys. This was a mistake. I'm, I'm actually... <laughs> I, I've, I've, I, this is the exact. It's moments like this that make me realise that this isn't the pinnacle of my week. <laughs> um, just uh, bored shitless already. Very, very rude. <laughs> thanks, thanks for driving Absolutely in from Cambridge. Uh, how long, how long I didn't drive. I took a train. You got a train in? Oh. Yes. Hey, buddy L. Yeah, I'm a fan of the trains. That's good. Yes. Uh, what have you been up to lately? Riding my bicycle. Yeah. Oh man, this is this is this is bad. Oh god, what? I knew it! I knew it! Um, uh, you've lost a lot of weight, haven't you? Yeah, I've been riding my bike you all look day, every day. You, look, good. you look amazing. Thank you very much. You look amazing. I've lost two and a half stone. Yeah, two and a half stone. Because it's weird, actually. Because um, not that I've got a copy of it, but um, the last time I saw the heavy entertainment pilot. Mm. Uh, I was shocked at how tiny you were. I in was that. very thin because I'd had jaundice. You'd got really ill. Yeah, but yellow as well. Yeah, yeah. To match the food bar jaundice. Match the food bar jaundice. My, most of my life is just spent trying to match the food bar logo. Sure, um, but you were very ill. Very ill. Uh, yeah. uh, Nearly died. Very worried about you there. Uh, there was some dark days for a lot of us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Do you think this this appearance is going to lead to more work, David? Are you looking forward to the increased profile? What after being on Fubar yeah. Radio, on Fan Club, upwards of twenty. Yeah, 000. probably. I, I'd imagine that I'll probably get a TV series out of this. One sure. of the things that I know is Bike Man. Bike <laughs> <laughs> Man. Yeah, because I'm into. I'm really into my bike. I bought a bike. What kind of bike? Are I've you like one of those people who likes bikes now? No, you, I like buying accessories. Yeah. I'm not really into like what, a but like life accessories as well though, don't you? Yeah, I like it next I like I like to get a clip to put my phone on. Look, I've got a special phone case that I can clip onto my But thing. not just for your bike though, is it? Yeah. You like Like you're into your bike at the moment. I like my bike at the moment, but before just before that I liked coffee. Oh, sure. d- David Trent has a tap that produces boiling water. Well, I wouldn't recommend that actually. I've seen an advert. I've seen an advert, and it's uh, and it's a it's, it's a woman and her daughter, and they're by the sink, which is like, come on, guys, twenty first century. And uh, <laughs> but there's a woman and her daughter by the sink, and the woman is basically she's steaming some, uh, she's like washing some uh, spinach or something like mm. that with boiling water at the tap, mm. and then the little girl just grabs the tap out and sticks her head <laughs> under it and starts <laughs> drinking out of it, and it's like this there's this switch in it that that means that it can instantly switch between boiling water. Mm. and uh, cold water but the fucking advert for it just is like a horror film it's just like oh no don't do that don't do that <laughs> I think it's like one. a public information film it's just uh, yeah it's like a, yeah it's absolutely absolutely fucking horrific watching that but um but why and that's a fail safe device is it yes but I mean I, I just I, I can't imagine I would not want to fucking test it you wouldn't sell it like that that's, how they, that's, the, that's the advert. I can't remember if it was like waiting for your video to load on YouTube or whether it was on telly. But, um, or whether you'd typed in hot water tap videos and were just doing one of your hot water tap nights. <laughs> you love hot water taps. I d- I'm a bit of a fan of hot water. Who so. doesn't love hot water? I, I do like it, though. Yeah. Because otherwise you'd just have cold water, wouldn't you? Ironically, you can hear the ice, ice clinking yeah, around in my the, glass. That's the coldest water you can get, really. Ice. <laughs> 
Not even water. It's a solid, isn't it? Water is never a solid. <laughs> I've got, a, I've got a riddle for you. There's a man who's been found hanged, but he's just got a pool of water <laughs> underneath him. Yep. But how did he do it? How did he hang himself? Oh well, actually, what? that's not good radio, is it? Just listening to two people sat in silence <laughs> trying to work he out. Could not we could rub, rub the trying to work out a riddle. Um, well, he went in the he he went in the room. Yeah. And he then did. He drank some water. Yeah. And then he hung himself. But yeah. He was drinking the water while he was hanging. Oh, himself. there's no chairs or did anything else. Did he not piss so. himself? But I think that does happen when you get hanged. So it could also and be that. And all the other stuff. But then someone it all comes out in a way. Tried it. Water. Did he build like a, a block of? To put his finger in my hand. No, it's <laughs> water. So did the man? I don't really know what the point is. That, that so he's hung, hang, he's, he's hanged hang, himself. Hanged himself. He's hanged himself in a room. Yeah. And uh, there's just a puddle of water puddle on of water. the floor. And um, well, he made like a snowman, and he climbed on the snowman's shoulders. And the snowman said, "There was no you're like with me or, now. or coal no, it was, or a hat or a scarf. He didn't have eyes or a nose. No, and he or he stood on a, like, a big block of snow or ice. Yes, I mean it's obvious, isn't it? It's like the first thing that you think of. But he carried the ice in. How did he make that such a large block of ice? That's yeah. what I always. Also, it would have taken that's, a long time, wouldn't it? That's the real thing. No, not if it depends where you are. If you if you're in like uh, Alaska, then you could just go out and cut a bo- block of ice. Bet it would take even longer though, wouldn't it? Because you'd probably be. No. you'd have to have yeah, yeah, central yeah, heat. Sure, but you don't know how long he's been out there. Maybe he didn't have any friends. Maybe no one's checked on him. Maybe it's six months later, and the, oh, but then the water would have dried up. Couldn't be, between um, ten minutes and six months. I always think that in Die Hard 2, mm-hmm. uh, the widescreen uh, 18 certificate version uh, <laughs> that you could get on VHS, not the 15 uh, gotcha, I know. Uh, pan and scan mm-hmm. version, but in the, in the, in the, when Bruce Willis, because um, the reason it was an 18 in widescreen was because there's a scene where Bruce Willis stabs someone in the eye with an icicle. Oh, was that? Okay. And then he snaps it off, and there's a guy, and he turns around to the camera and goes, ah! And in the pan and scan version, it cuts off that bit, and so it was a 15, but in the widescreen version, you see it. I was just thinking that that's almost like the perfect murder weapon, isn't it? If you'd stabbed someone in the eye with an icicle, and then it just melts. There's when, no... When Die Hard 2 was on at the cinema... Can you, can, you, uh, can you acknowledge that I've said that? Because otherwise, it just sounds <laughs> like I'm insane. <laughs> I was just going to... Um, Ask you if you've ever read The Lovely Bones by Alice Seabold. No, no I've not. not. I've not. Okay, well, that's a, a bit of a spoiler. What is it? Spoiler! Spoiler! Guys, if you haven't read The Lovely Bones by Alice Seabold, stop listening. No, now. don't. Keep listening. Keep, keep, keep tell your friends. Them. Tell, tell your friends. Oh, tell your friends to read Just the... put your fingers in your ears. So okay. I, I think there's the, that's how the girl gets killed in it. What? With she an icicle. icicle. Oh, yeah. Really? An so icicle did girl. Alice C. Walker, what's her name? Seabold. Alice Seabold. Mm. Did she watch Die Hard 2, the widescreen 18 certificate Die version? Harder. It's a similar feel. The book's a similar feel. It's about a ghost. She goes around saying, how can the same shit happen to the same <laughs> ghost twice? <laughs> This is the best one. <laughs> it feels so forced. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is an effort. I, uh, Dear, I, come, on. come on, come on, mate. Well, come on. Uh, and, uh, you got it in you. Uh, it's the lovely bones. The lovely bones. Would you say? I was I was thinking about this the other day because we never talk about books, um, and I'm reading a book at the moment. Uh, I'm reading the William a, a book about William Castle. Um, Not written by, is it written by? Written by, written by William Castle. I'd like to read it. William Castle, if you don't know, was uh, a, he was sort of like a B movie Alfred Hitchcock. He was a contemporary of Alfred Hitchcock. Good evening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's my club. Uh, and of course, uh, Alfred Hitchcock. Uh, he really uh, brought England uh, kicking and screaming into World War Two. Yeah, showed Hitler who was boss. Uh, <laughs> but um, uh, William Castle was kind of like a B movie version of him, and he used to use lots of tricks in his films. Uh, like um, his most famous one was probably The Tingler, where he would put buzzers on the bottom of everyone's seats, and uh, whenever something scary happened on screen, everyone's seats in the cinema would buzz. And Matinee, Matinee, the film Matinee, the Joe Dante, the movie. Joe Dante film is sort of like based on him. But William Castle, and um, but my point about this is that um, I had a friend at school, and uh, she, every time she picked up a book, she would start it and then she would finish it right she'd read it from beginning to end right and uh, and i was like the opposite really i'd pick up a book and if i wasn't immediately like, absorbed in it i would just uh, i would i would forget about it and put it down and never go back to it and um 
and I've been really trying to read lately and I'm just I felt like I was thick and I've read sort of like 70 pages in one sitting of this William Castle book and I think it's an amazing book and I think it's just about like finding for me it's about finding that one thing that you're really passionate about and then and then it, and then it doesn't feel like you're actually working for it that's, that's <laughs> my life. So you're saying, what you're saying is, if you should, if you get a book, it should be a book you, you like. like. Yeah, but not really. What? It's hard to find a book that you like. I have, a, I yeah, have exactly. But you want to invest that amount of time for a very long time. At the moment, I'm reading the lovely bones. I know. I'm reading a autobiography by Hunter Davies of Wainwright, the the um, oh, Lake yeah. District Hills. That's one. Of my, I'm a fan of his. Hunter Davies is an interesting character. Hunter Davies himself has, has started publishing his own biographies hasn't he yeah yeah yeah, yeah. what why is he interesting well he's just sort of like he's didn't he isn't he uh here we go around the mulberry bush isn't he that isn't that something well, he wrote that? here we go around the mulberry bush yeah Th- he, he wrote that did he wrote that poem the poem no. here we go around the mulberry bush he wrote here we go around the mulberry no <laughs> i don't believe here that. we go around the mulberry bush yeah, here we go around the mulberry. Here bush. we go around the mulberry. <laughs> <laughs> here we, can here you, we Natalie, go. Can you get here we go down the, around the mulberry bush? Uh, can, we're, 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 he wrote the song. Can no, you just he look wrote that the up book for us? that was the that became the Barry Evans film. And he wrote, didn't he? And he oh, did well, like when they yeah. use like a nursery rhyme, like "Along Came a Spider," yes. starring uh, 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 Ashley Judd and, and <laughs> Ashley Judd. Ashley Judd. I never, I could never tell the difference between Ashley Judd and Angelina Jolie. Could you not? No, I bet you can now. I can't. I couldn't tell you for the life of me who's in the Bone Collector. I don't know. Is it actually? Is it? I'm not sure. Exactly. If you know, uh, write in. Text uh, in. T- you can win a, <laughs> a handful of my pubes. So uh, let's oh, keep you going. You might get someone asking. Some ice. Text in. Ice. Um, you can text in. Oh, yeah. They're free for you, David. <laughs> so. Um, uh, what? Here's a, here's a little question. You have lost loads of weight. Why haven't you trimmed your beard down to really accentuate that? I'm bit, I'm lazy. We also been watching Friends, the TV show Friends. Yeah, or, sitcom. Or like F- what I do and just follow all follow of them on Twitter. People around having fun. Yes. I can't <sighs> believe it. How funny! <laughs> it's it is. So weak, guys. It's so funny. Friends. What? Yeah. Uh, Friends is great. It was it was a funny thing. I think it got a bit of a hard time when it was on. I always thought it was a much better show than it I got credit for. I think I don't think it was a particularly cool show. And no. I, I remember like saying, oh, "I really love Friends," and people were going, "Really? Yeah, like yeah. you do?" And yeah. it's like because you know I was like the, the coolest, cool guy. the cool guy, and they couldn't believe it. In fact, I was largely famous in my school for making Friends the cool show to watch. Yeah. <laughs> Amongst your friends, um, uh, yeah, I was very much my friend's answer to Fonzie. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, who was your favourite friend, David? My favourite friend on f- when I first watched it was Joey. No, I mean out of me and Nat, who is your favourite friend? friend? Oh, I can't answer that question. No, uh, Joey, Joey was my favourite. Tell friend. us about friends. Joey was my favourite, but now I'm starting to enjoy Chandler. Oh yeah, uh, really? Yeah, that's interesting. Starting to enjoy him. Well, really? try watching it again. Yeah. You don't like Joey anymore? No, I still like Joey. Joey's great. But, but Joey doesn't really come into his own until about season four, no. I think. There's when a great... He eats the trifle. The, my favourite one was one where he's watching an episode of The Wheel of Fortune, and it's got just about all the things are up for, and it looks like it's going to say Mount Rushmore, but the M is missing. And he said, this is so easy. <laughs> Count Rushmore! <laughs> <laughs> and that I remember being a really... Funny bit of my, Friends. My favourite uh, Joey from Friends moment is but he's got like a dentist mirror and yeah. like one of the girls stands but he's watching telly and uh, and one of the girls stands behind him and says, hey, I'm taking my top off. And he goes, that is little mirror. And he goes, nah, she's lying. <laughs> <laughs> so that was funny. Uh, my favourite friend was always uh, David Schwimmer. I think he's really? great because he's an all-rounder. He could do all the romantic stuff. He could do all the physical comedy. He could do all the like, the, the chatty stuff, and then he could overact. And when he really overacts, it get it got quite annoying. But um, I thought I, I really loved David. If Schimmer. monkey could hold his finger, oh the monkey, monkey. stuff! I Marcel, forgot about yeah. the fucking monkey. The monkey. Get and rid of the monkey. It was a. It wasn't it his. It was his thing. It was his, It was developed originally for as a vehicle for David Schwimmer. 
I, oh, what their friends was? I don't yeah. think was it apparently because it seems in the early days that it was like a Courtney Cox thing. Like she had uh, there was a guest star every week as yeah. her sous chef, and they'd, they'd sit in the you know, and it was sort of like she'd just come off uh, Ace Ventura, and when Friends came on, because I, I fancied the fuck out of Courtney Cox and Ace Ventura, and so when they advertised Friends, I was just like, it's the girl from Ace Ventura. Mm. So she's the reason I started watching it in the first place, and then uh, I, I came. Well, careful with my words there, but I came for Courtney Cox, uh, but uh, I stayed for oh. David Schwimmer. Um, I'm surprised by the cameos. Last night, Helen Hunt was a cameo, oh, but yeah. she's playing Helen Hunt from Mad she, About You. Yes, isn't she? I think well, yeah, it's, it's a crossover. Her, her friend, she's, it's she's a crossover episode and because the, Ursula mm-hmm. is uh, the is Ursula, who's Phoebe's identical twin, twin yeah. sister. Because yeah. uh, it's a shared universe with Mad About You, so I think that Matt, Friends was on at nine, and Mad About You was on at nine thirty on 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 the right. slot. Okay. Chandler appears in an episode of Caroline in the City, and Caroline in the City appears in uh, in Friends. And when they were launching Caroline in the City, they gave Leah Thompson uh, a cameo in Friends, and so it's kind of like there were all these shared universes. Because yeah. it was and the same Clooney production company, and the other guy. Is he playing Doctor And they're both know. They're both knowers. They're both doctors. But and that's that sent elsewhere thing that we've yes. talked about off air. Have you talked about that here in Family? What the Club? yeah the um, Timothy Westfall multiverse, it's which all, is all, it's, all American TV exists in the same tell shared me about universe. This, because I don't know about this. Tell oh, me there's this. a thing like the end of St. Elsewhere has like a. I do know about this, but I'm just trying to give the listeners an entry point. Oh yeah, so what it is essentially is that. So it's, it all starts. Don't think about them. Just think about it as if you're just having a chat with your with your two mates. Detective Munch from Homicide: Life on the Street. He has appeared in. <laughs> he has appeared in the X Files, The Simpsons, um, uh, CSI, Luther. He is mentioned in the British Idris Elba. Thing he's actually is. mentioned in yeah, Luther, yeah, yeah, yeah. but he's not in it. No, he just gets mentioned. mentioned. He's his, he's his mate in America. Suggesting that all these things exist in the same shared universe. It's a bit like the Quentin Tarantino universe. Exactly. Where there's two universes in Quentin Tarantino's universe. There is uh, the Reservoir Dogs, uh, Pulp, Pulp Fiction, Fiction universe, uh, and Jackie Brown. And, um, and when all of those people go to the cinema, they go to watch... Kill uh, Bill. Kill Bill and Django Unchained and Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. Well, no, Inglourious Bastards is in the actual universe, isn't it? Because Inglourious yeah. Bastards is like is the alternate. Death Proof is probably one of the films they watch or something. Yeah, but this is an elsewhere universe. Yes, it's something to do with that. There's an autistic boy in the final episode. There who's is. Got yeah, a he's got a snow, snow globe. globe. Right, talk about that because I can't. So he's he's got like a snow globe and is staring at the. Can snow I just globe. ask a question? What is St. Elsewhere and when was it on telly? St. Elsewhere is a hospital drama that was on American television and in the UK on Channel 4 in the 80s. My wife loves it. <laughs> but it was on in the 80s? Yeah. yeah. So how can it be linked into all the stuff that's happened in the 90s? Because it all, it all goes on. You can go it right back to the 60s. So it, technically, even things like Bewitched exist in the same universe as Friends and the X-Files. It's like Kevin Bacon, isn't it? He, yeah, he's in everything. Yeah. He was, was he in Friends? He might have been in. He was in. He was in Barbershop, but wasn't he? Beauty Shop. He was in. He was in the spin-off to Barbershop Beauty Shop. That's what. I feel like I'm having a dream. Well. <laughs> I'm, I'm having a great time. Yeah. I'm having a nice time. What's, <laughs> what? What have you been a fan of, David? What are you a fan of? We've literally got. Yeah, we've got 18 minutes. What in my whole life? What have you oh been? no, mate. <laughs> what, 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 did you prep anything before you got here? Oh yeah. Um, it's none of this stuff. I thought you. I thought cycling is going to be one of the things that you're a oh, fan no, no, of. No, no. I thought no. this is really slick the way he's entered. Yes, yes. Sorry, talking. guys. No. I thought you'd been a fan of cycling and friends. And no, no. I'm not a fan. Um, the the thing that I was thinking about. I mean, I was asked to think about what my favourite icon is. Yes. Oh uh, yeah. And I thought my favourite icon of this this band. I don't know if you've heard of them, guys. Yeah. They're called the Beatles. Yes. Oh yeah. They're my biggest. They're my biggest thing. Have you talked about the Beatles? No, one's, no, one's, no, no, we no haven't really. talked about the Beatles. Who is your favourite Beatle as an individual, or do you not do you not believe in their good as in individuals? No, what do you mean as in their solo output? Uh, yeah, solo or, or as human human beings. Solo output. My favourite is George Harrison, but uh, like really? I can't listen to any of his albums. But he's still my favourite. What about yeah, John Flaming Lennon's... Pie? What an album! Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't stand him. I can't stand. You can't that man. stand Macca. 
Can't stand Macca. Oh, come on. But you like Macca, <laughs> don't you? You're a fan of Macca. Uh, uh, yeah, I do. And I, I like all of the Beatles. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't? My favourite is Ringo. Out yeah. of the Beatles. Yeah, he is kind of yes, like, yes. but we must stop talking about Ringo Starr immediately. Why? Because a terrible thing happens when Nick talks about Ringo Starr for more than 30 seconds. <laughs> Does he do an impression? Oh. And it goes on forever. <laughs> yeah, but it's because I never get it right. So, I never Ringo's get it right, like, so... Oh, hey, huh? Ringo's more... He's not, no, hang on. Thomas the Tank Engine was feeling rather <laughs> glum. <laughs> I, uh, when, when yeah, that's right, Ringo. He was feeling a bit glum, wasn't he? When, when B.B. King died, <laughs> uh, Ringo Starr did a tweet that said, um, I'm so sorry to hear that B.B. Uh, King has died. Um, Peace and love, Ringo plus Barbarax. It said Barbarax. <laughs> And I think it's because his wife is Barbara Back, and they put a kiss at the end. But I like to imagine that Barbarax <laughs> is like a Pokemon that Ringo Starr owns. <laughs> Barbarax? Well, it's Barbarax. <laughs> um, one of the funny things is that there was all of uh, those years and years and years of everyone saying that Paul is dead, Paul is dead. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and Paul was like, oh, no, I'm not fucking, <laughs> I'm not fucking dead. And then, and then, I'm, not dead. I'm, not, I'm not dead. I'm not dead, Ringo. And what does Ringo say to that? And then recently... <laughs> what does he say back when recently, Paul says he's not dead? No, but but it's, it's been going on for years and years and then they had like this anniversary and then Ringo Starr just turned around and said, it's a shame that Paul died in the 60s. <laughs> <laughs> and then Paul McGarry was like, no, for fuck's sake, man! <laughs> we've just got rid of it. And I, I feel like we've skirted around a lot of things today without going in deep. Can we just go really in deep to the Beatles right now? What's the? What's your, you know, just getting right in deep. What's your interesting Beatle fact that only you know? <laughs> oh, I didn't prepare it in that level. I just thought, what's well, my favourite? Oh thing. God! Um, I, there's a there's a theory, guys. Yeah. that Paul McCartney's actually dead. <laughs> and when did he die? Um, he died in in the sixties, early sixties, and was replaced. I mean, the beat. There isn't really many facts. I just love them to the point where. I've got every book on them. I've got lots of... They're the thing that I would... I've got mugs, Beatles mugs. Yeah. I and when we went to, to Liverpool... Beatles. We, did you get to the Beatles Museum when we went were to there? The, we didn't go to the museum, but we went to the little shop. Went to the gift I wanted shop, to go we? to the museum, but we went for a steak instead. Um, Is that right? Yeah, it was fine. Sure. In terms of their look, do you have a favourite era in terms of where you go, that's what I like to look at? No, do you like the no, sort of all the of suits, the, the sort of... All of it. They're I really, really like the sort I, of... But they're really, they're really cool. Yeah, they're really they're cool just really cool. The yeah. But the thing is, because um, uh, you're so anarchic, David, um, I always thought, when I first found out that you were such a huge... I mean, it was quite a few years in... So I found that you were such a huge dickhead. <laughs> no, that you're such a huge Beatles fan. Yeah. It was quite a few years in, wasn't it? And then it was just like a bit... Because they're sort of like the most mainstream band on the planet. But when they? you, but they're the template, aren't they? And they're yes. also when you watch them being interviewed, what they did to the to the culture in Britain, they just broke it. They absolutely broke. They are broken Britain. That's where it all comes from. Yeah. Because they were so rude, and you'd watch them being interviewed, and they were so rude to all the interviews. And if you can imagine in the sixties where everyone was being prim and proper and speaking in RP accents, and then they suddenly came on and they'd just be going, no, you're boring. And they, that was basically what they did. Oh, they you used to have a blueprint for it all. You used to have a live at the BBC, and it used to be, Paul? Yes. Through your reading? Yes. What about my books, then? What about my books, then? <laughs> and John would be, like, shouting in the back yeah. trying to promote his book. Yeah, and they were just, they were, they were incredible. When you watch those interviews, and when you watch the joy as well, uh, uh, them taking over the world, and... Literally, they changed everything. Yeah, just, just tell me what to play, and I'll fucking play it. I mean, that's yeah, but just that's just tell me thing. what to. Have that's when they're all that's horrible, isn't it? Watched it. Yeah, it's just tell me what to play. Just tell me what to play, Paul, and I'll fucking play it. Just when they're all tell going. Tell me what to play, and I'll fucking play. And I can't do it. Tell me what to play, and I'll fucking play it. We could do tell all the Beatles. What, tell me what to play, and, and I'll fucking play it. Just I mean, just tell me what to play. I'm happy to just be here. We're the Beatles. Let's do this show as the Beatles. I'm happy just to be here, guys. Peace and love, peace and love. Ringo. Me and Barbarax are really enjoying fan club. Keep it na- keep it light, guys. Oh, is that one keep of your recordings for when I got back? <laughs> Nuts, we've all missed you. Wow, is that Ringo Peace Star? and love, peace and love. Ringo Starr here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it's me, Paul. No, not quite. 
put hey no yeah no, I, hey. No, I, I think I I think I I think I remember um, that's I, right James Corden I think your dad is a ghost <laughs> the, th- the thing about copyright is that you can just put anything on a thing I mean I, I went to the cinema today to see this is good. Legally Blonde Right, but the end of the the end of the sentence was just cut off. So it looks like I went to see a show called a film called Legally Blow. <laughs> <laughs> they just cut the end of these things. So for copyright reasons, a lot of the time it doesn't say Lennon McCartney; it just says Lennon. <laughs> you know, I just think it's something to bear in mind. When He's you're such an idiot. McCartney is your mm. least favourite. I like McCartney. I don't understand why he has to have that ownership thing. Lennon and McCartney. A lot of the songs are actually McCartney and Lennon. <laughs> I don't well, know he's changed the labels on them. Has he really? Yes. He's changed the labels on the ones he wrote to McCartney Lennon. And he didn't do it while Lennon was alive. He waited till Lennon had been dead for about 15, 20 years. And then he went, oh, do you know what? I still need the credit. And he also goes around <coughs> a lot of the time saying, everyone used to think John Lennon was the cool one. But you know what? I was the cool one. I went to. I think he was. Yeah, he was, but he's really angry that he didn't. He didn't get the credit. A lot of of those songs, you know, they were, they were, they were McCartney Jackson. You know, the girl is mine. I mean, you know, they weren't Jackson and McCartney like it came up as. They were. They were McCartney Wonder. Huh? Meat free Mondays. It's good that though, isn't it? That is good. Yeah, is. you you were the one who pointed that one out. What meat free Monday? Oh yeah. 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 What's that? When he does his little advert, he, does a little, he does a little rap. Does a little rap. He says, uh, he goes, uh, meatfreemondays.com, 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 meatfreemondays.com. He goes, you can do it right now, please. He's <laughs> like that. Is that exactly level? Like that. Uh, so in many ways, Paul did die in the 60s. <laughs> Maybe he did. Um, oh, look, we're at 10 to 1. We're at 10 to 1. Uh, we're <laughs> going to play your song. Yes. Yes. What, what's your song? I've chosen Love Missile. Of course you have. <laughs> I'd never normally do that, but fuck me, that was annoying. Um, uh, yeah, and then we're, we're listening to it, and David is basically saying, uh, "No, it's not my favourite song. I don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. Don't like it. I did like. It's no, I loved a, it. It's I annoying. liked it. I liked it's it. It's annoying, but in, but in also the nicest possible way. I mean, it was a little bit like uh, watching like a. What you, you can't both do that. <laughs> you can't just. You can't leave me hanging. <laughs> Right. That was Six Six Sputnik on Fubar Radio. Um, a radio edit we're discussing um, on Fubar Radio, the fucked up beyond all recognition station. We're playing a radio edit to remove <laughs> a sexual act referenced within a song. When that song came out, I bought a pair of fishnet stockings and yeah. cut cut holes in it and put it over my head. I rubbed like, the bank. Like Martin Degville from Zig Zig Sputnik. Yeah. But instead of. Um, looking like him I just look like a, a, a sort of a fat boy fat Jewish boy with curly hair walking around Welling Garden City town centre with fish <laughs> 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 on your legs so where were you wearing on my face on his face because <laughs> he used to wear them over his face that was what he did they got banned everywhere they were the new pistols I'm sure. not allowed to look at you Nathaniel be <laughs> sure <laughs> no looking at, I have to broadcast my back to you um, oh right, for yeah. the camera, for the, really camera. Right. for the camera for the camera yeah for okay. the camera cool. I'd love I can't wait to see what, what's cut out as a clip for this show <laughs> for this show for this show oh look uh, so uh, so here we're joined in the studio now by uh, Tom, <laughs> Tom Crowley oh, and uh, Toby Williams people, and uh, Hannah George uh, get, get up to the microphone we're somebody, a treat somebody sat in that. what's going <laughs> so uh, we've brought in <laughs> so everyone say hello uh, to the no. microphone at least once. Hello. Hi Nat. Hi Nat. <laughs> <laughs> I missed Nat out. Uh, well, well, I just thought we could go for a drink afterwards. <laughs> yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Because uh, we've missed you uh, being up in Edinburgh, haven't we, guys? Yes, we have. We're the competition nice. winners. We wanted to meet Nat Metcalf. Did and you? They did said, you? You're going to get some of Nick's pubes now, are you? Yeah, we are. Uh, we we uh, 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 you won the competition. I regret yeah. saying that, really, because I've month, only got yeah. a limited amount <laughs> of pubes. But they they were replenished, weren't they? I don't believe that for a second. I think you've got. I can go and buy Yeah, unlimited. Pubes. Quite quickly. It's one of your selling points. Thanks, mate. I've missed, missed, missed you the whole month. Thank nah, you. I've been, woke up every night, looked over, and you, you, you <laughs> I wasn't there. there. <laughs> Thank God. Classic Tony Long Williams. Way that continue. Just, uh, 
That's the voice. Uh, Toby Williams uh, did the unaired pilot. He did do the unaired pilot. Yeah, why has that been unaired? Because that was really good. It was or good. Did, or did you guys not come out well? Well, it? it turned out that um, we didn't we didn't realise that, but we did an unaired pilot, and at the beginning of the pilot, me and Nat were talking about lethal weapon. Do you reckon anyone's got any idea what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Basically, uh, I, th- I remember that. I thought it was a good chat. About it was weapon. a good. I think you'd be well within your, your rights to air that. And so it means I don't have to come back and do another one. Oh, I mean. Well, What's the point? Why have I not been asked on yet? That's the other question. <laughs> Tom Crowley here, f- uh, f- Furious, with Nathaniel McArthur, which is quite actually the opposite of what you, I bought you one for, actually. We were meant to all be really happy that Nat's here. But yeah, yeah, great. You're just oh, airing your grievances. Really well. uh, it was lovely. Hannah George here. What's going on? Hannah George. David Trent's here, but he's been silent. Uh, he's been silent. But to be honest, I mean, I was so excited about David coming on, and he's absolutely <laughs> torpedoed the episode, including his fucking music choice. It's absolutely fucking furious with him, I am. Nothing wrong with 666. Um, and you don't fucking retweet Eat Your Heart Out, and you wrote it, mate. Come on. Fucking. <laughs> Hannah, how's your drunk women yes, something crimes podcast going? Yeah, good. Recorded, we've recorded 10 now, so we like, released it on the 5th of September. And is it just for women to do? It, it is it's guests so far it's just been women yeah. and there's three of us and we're all women so sure. okay. yeah but at some room. point yeah. Nick we, well no you know. I mean me and Nat had a uh, women only policy on our show for guests uh, but they kept dropping out at the last <laughs> minute <laughs> <laughs> and so it's a very cock heavy show yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, it's a pleasure um, to be here and, uh, uh, yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> bucking a trend lovely to have some um, yeah, well, lovely to see you all. Well, just about got time for one uh, game of uh, better or worse. David Trent, uh, you are on the spot to play better or worse. And uh, oh, hang on, I've got a fucking button to press. Uh, this, why am I doing all the talking when there's more people? Is this going to involve that picture of you dressed as Nicholas Lindhurst again? Well, that, <laughs> I, I, it's just a great. I don't anymore. I've just got them all on my phone. <laughs> too, much, too much work. Okay, no. David Trent. No, wait, 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 wait! I've got Can't to find the thing. There it is. There it is. Um, <laughs> This is shattering. David Tripp, oh, okay. better or worse, We've it's a game got... which we have to, you have to decide who is better or worse based entirely on my opinion from, I'll mention someone and the person on. The next person you have to decide is better or worse than the person previously based entirely this on my own David opinion. David Trent, who, who, who is friends with both of us and has never listened to this I show know. before. He look, he, he looks so Starting unhappy. off with Claire Balding. Claire Balding <laughs> is Brian Wilson from the Beach Boys. Better or worse than Claire Balding? Better. Bra- Brian Wilson is better. He is better. Is David Essex of Ghostbusters better or worse than Brian Wilson? Oh, he's better. He's worse. He is worse. David Essex is better than worse than Brian Wilson? He's worse. David Essex is. Oh, I think I've been slimed. Is Roadrunner, the cartoon character, better or worse than David Essex? Better, come on. Better. More you, in your opinion. Come on, keep it going, guys! Roadrunner is worse <laughs> than David Essex. This is the but it's widely coyote. We can actually inject some fucking energy into it. it. Roadrunner. Fucking. This, this bit never fails. Yeah, it's better. Is Steve Davis, the snooker player, better or worse than Wiley Coyote? Oh, better! better. He is good, he is good. Um, <laughs> is Jamie Foxx better or worse than Steve Davis? Oh, Jamie Foxx, better. He's worse than Steve Davis. Is Nadine Coyle from Girls Aloud better. better or worse than Jamie Foxx? Better. better. Come on! She is better. Yeah. Is Jennifer Lopez better or worse than Nadine Coyle? Worse. <laughs> Jennifer Lopez is better. <laughs> what? Is Callista Flockhart better or right worse answer. than Jennifer Lopez? Worse. She is worse. <laughs> That's bad. Callista Flockhart. Oh, Ali um, uh, let me tell you something Busting makes me feel good <laughs> um, Yeah, well, that was great How many points did David score in that round? Six Six, Six. That's decent That's actually not bad oh, that get me on the lead? Uh, what's the best? What's the best we've had? Uh, someone got eight, didn't they? Someone got eight oh, Who was that? Can, can we look up who got eight? Um, I'm often it's all the way up to eight and, uh, I'm shocked how eight. few people agree with you when I listen to these <laughs> I'm amazed at what the discrepancy is between Claudie Blakely got eight Claudie Blakely, she's she's the winner so far. Oh. Twelve fifty nine. Uh, all the way down to th- you. I can't remember, mate. It was, it was the pilot. Um, uh, just uh, welcome, welcome home, Nat. Thank uh, you. Welcome, yeah. home, yeah. Nat. welcome home. Well done. Uh, Five stars. Uh, well. Can you just talk amongst yourselves while I find the right button? Because this is so stressful. What are you working on at the moment, Toby? Because uh, all right, we don't have time for that. Right. This is a Fubar Radio podcast. If you need any more information, head to fubarradio.com.